Jami'a Tirmidhi. This is a collection of hadith by Imam Tirmidhi. The English translation is by Abu Khalil. This audio is narrated by QNS Academy. The Compilation of Imam At-Tirmidhi The Book on Knowledge Chapter on When Allah wants good for a slave, He gives him understanding in the religion. Ibn Abbas narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, For whomever Allah wants good, He gives him understanding in the religion. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Deep understanding and quick comprehension is called fiqh, through which a person reaches the goal and core of a matter. A believer's comprehension and deep understanding is a grant in favor of Allah, and only that person gets it with whom Allah promises abundant good. Chapter on The Virtue of Seeking Knowledge Abu Huraira narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever takes a path upon which to obtain knowledge, Allah makes the path to paradise easy for him. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments The means and sources of entering paradise are correct belief and good deeds, and the authenticity of belief and deeds depend on correct knowledge. Therefore, the knowledge mentioned in this hadith is that of the book and sunnah, and to achieve this, one has to leave one's home. Anas bin Malik narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever goes out seeking knowledge, then he is in Allah's cause until he returns. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Comments The means of preaching and spreading the religion of Islam, protecting and defending, it is knowledge. So working and striving hard to achieve it, bearing hardship and adversity for its sake, is also a form of jihad in the path of Allah. Abdullah bin Sakhbara narrated from Sakhbara that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Whoever seeks knowledge, he is atoning for what has passed of sins while doing so. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Comments True knowledge is a means of getting rid of the mistakes and sins committed in the previous days of life, and knowledge urges for repentance and to seek forgiveness by creating fear of Allah regarding one's evil deeds. Repenting and seeking forgiveness is a channel of pardon and forgiveness for all types of sins. Chapter on What has been related about concealing knowledge Abu Huraira narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever is asked about some knowledge that he knows, then he conceals it, he will be bridled with bridle of fire. This hadith is graded hasan, or good. Comments The true objective of seeking knowledge is to propagate and spread it and to make the unmindful aware of it. And a knowledgeable person who keeps quiet at an opportunity where he should speak and he does not tell the truth, he deserves such punishment that his tongue is to be reined because he bridled himself with the reign of silence and quietness. Chapter on What has been related about exhortation regarding one who seeks knowledge. Abu Harun al-Abdi said, We went to Abu Sa'id and he said, Welcome with the exhortation of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. 
Indeed, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Surely the people are followers of you, and men will certainly come to you from the regions of the earth to gain understanding in the religion. So when they come to you, exhort them with good. This hadith is graded ta'if or weak. Footnote Wasiyah has been given a general translation. While the implication is the will of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, that is, he does not leave any inheritance, but rather knowledge. And those who come to the companions to seek that legacy are its heirs. Comments Students should be treated kindly and affectionately. They should be educated lovingly and by dedicated hard work. And they should get full supervision and care. Abu Harun al-Abdi narrated from Abu Sa'id al-Khudri that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Men will come to you from the direction of the east to learn. So when they come to you, then exhort them to good. He said, When Abu Sa'id saw us, he would say, Welcome with the exhortation of the Messenger of Allah. May the peace and blessings of Allah be upon him and his family. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Chapter on what has been related about knowledge leaving. Abdullah bin Amr bin al-As narrated that the Messenger of Allah peace be upon him said, Indeed Allah does not take away knowledge by removing it from the people, but he takes away knowledge by taking the scholars, until there remains no scholar and the people begin to ask ignorant leaders, so they give their verdict without knowledge. They will go astray and lead the people astray. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments In this hadith, there is a great urge and advocation for the Muslims that they should value and honor their God-conscious scholars. The people should get maximum benefit from them. Otherwise, the time may be near that they will be deprived of this favor. Jubair bin Nufair narrated from Abu Ad-Darda who said, We were with the Prophet, peace be upon him, when he raised his sight to the sky. Then he said, This is the time when knowledge is to be taken from the people, until what remains of it shall not amount to anything. So Ziyad bin Labid al-Ansari said, How will it be taken from us while we recite the Qur'an? By Allah, we recite it, and our women and children recite it. He, peace be upon him, said, May you be bereaved of your mother, O Ziyad. I used to consider you among the fuqaha of the people of Al-Madina. The Torah and Injil are with the Jews and the Christians, but what do they avail of them? Jubair said, So I met Ubadah bin As-Samit and said to him, Have you not heard of what your brother Abu Ad-Darda said? Then I informed him of what Abu Ad-Darda said. He said, Abu Ad-Darda spoke the truth. If you wish, we shall narrate to you about the first knowledge to be removed from the people. It is Khushur. Soon you will enter the congregational masajid, but not see any man in it with Khushur. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Religious knowledge will gradually come to an end by the death of religious scholars, even though the Qur'an will yet exist, but the people will not act upon it. The real and true purpose of knowledge is to act accordingly. When knowledge is not practiced, it is as if it is ignorance instead of knowledge. Where knowledge true and firm, it would be practiced. Knowledge brings fear and consciousness to a man regarding Allah 
and the result of fear is humbleness and humility, i.e. lowliness and submission. Chapter on about one who seeks the world with his knowledge. Ibn Ka'b bin Malik narrated from his father that he heard the Messenger of Allah peace be upon him saying, whoever seeks knowledge to contend with the scholars or to use it to argue with the fools and to have the people's faces turned towards him, then he shall be admitted to the fire. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Comments The true purpose of religious knowledge is its spread and preaching and to achieve the pleasure and bliss of Allah by acting upon it so that a person secures salvation and success in the hereafter. Ibn Umar narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Whoever learns knowledge for other than the sake of Allah or intends by it other than Allah, then let him take his seat in the fire. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Chapter on what has been related about the encouragement to convey what is heard. Abdurrahman bin Abban bin Uthman narrated from his father who said, Zayd bin Thabit left to go to Marwan during the middle of the day. We said he did not send for him during this hour except to ask him about something. So we got up to ask him and he said, Yes, he asked us about something we heard from the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. I heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, saying, May Allah gladden a man who hears a hadith from us, so he memorizes it until he conveys it to someone else. Perhaps he carries the fiqh to one who is more understanding than him, and perhaps the one who carries the fiqh is not a faqih. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Preaching about hadith and its spread is a source of its revival, prosperity, and life. Therefore, he who preaches, transmits, and spreads it has the right that Allah will keep him delighted and pleased. Simak bin Harb said, I heard Abdurrahman bin Abdullah bin Mas'ud narrating from his father who said, I heard the Messenger of Allah peace be upon him saying, May Allah gladden a man who hears something from us, so he conveys it as he heard it. Perhaps the one it is conveyed to is more understanding than the one who heard it. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Hadith is to be narrated exactly in its true version without any omission and addition, making an addition into it by oneself and attributing it to the Prophet peace be upon him is an illegal act and a heinous crime. Abdul Malik bin Umair narrated from Abdurrahman bin Abdullah bin Mas'ud that he narrated from his father from the Prophet peace be upon him who said, May Allah beautify a man who hears a saying of mine so he understands it, remembers it, and conveys it. Perhaps he carries the fiqh to one who has more understanding than him. There are three with which the heart of a Muslim shall not be deceived. Sincerity in deeds for Allah, giving nasiha to the a'imma of the Muslims, and sticking to the jama'ah. For indeed, the call is protected from behind them. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Chapter on what has been related about the gravity of lying against the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. Abdullah bin Mas'ud narrated that the Messenger of Allah, 
peace be upon him, said, Whoever lies upon me, then let him take his seat in the fire. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Ali bin Abi Talib narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Do not lie upon me, for indeed, whoever lies upon me, he will be admitted into the fire. There are narrations on this topic from Abu Bakr, Umar, Uthman, Az-Zubayr, Sa'id bin Zayd, Abdullah bin Amr, Anas, Jabir, Ibn Abbas, Abu Sa'id, Amr bin Anbasa, Uqba bin Amir, Muawiyah, Burayda, Abu Musa, Abu Umamah, Abdullah bin Umar, Al-Munqah, and Aws al-Thaqafi. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Anas bin Malik narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever lies upon me, I think he said, purposely, then let him take his seat in the fire. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Something attributed to the Prophet, peace be upon him, becomes a part of the religion. And when he did not utter that, it is as if a saying of a person or that of others was made part of the religion. Mixing non-religious acts into the religion is unlawful and a heinous offense. Therefore, its punishment is severe, i.e., it will cause the person to dwell in hell. Chapter on What has been related about whoever reports a hadith which he knows is a lie. Al-Mughira bin Shu'ba narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Whoever narrates a hadith from me which he knows is a lie, then he is one of the liars. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnote Liars is recited in the plural form in this version, while in others it is in the dual, meaning two liars, that is, one who initiated it and one who spread it. Chapter on what saying has been prohibited regarding the hadith of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Ubaidullah bin Abu Rafi' narrated from Abu Rafi' and others from the Prophet, peace be upon him, who said, Let me not find one of you reclining on his couch when a command I ordered or a prohibition from me comes to him. And he says, I do not know. What we find in the Book of Allah, we follow it. This hadith is graded sahih or Authentic Comments This hadith tells us that turning away from an authentic hadith with a claim that its order is not found in the Qur'an is unlawful. How can it then be right to ignore the authentic hadith just for the sake of opinions and views of the imma? Al-Miqadad bin Ma'di Karib narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Lo, soon a hadith from me will be conveyed to a man while he is reclining on his couch. And he says, Between us and you is Allah's book. So whatever we find in it, that is lawful. We consider it lawful. And whatever we find in it, that is unlawful. We consider it unlawful. Indeed, whatever the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, made unlawful, it is the same as what Allah made unlawful. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Comments it is necessary to research and investigate to find out about a narration, whether it is a saying of the Prophet, peace be upon him, or not, as the scholars of hadith used to do. But once it has been proven to be a saying of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, it will be disbelief to criticize it or to reject it. 
Chapter on what has been related about a being disliked to write down knowledge. Abu Sa'id al-Khudri said, We sought permission from the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, for writing, but he did not permit us. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments 1. In the beginning, the number of the scribers was very few, so the Prophet, peace be upon him, wanted them to pay their full attention to write the Qur'an and not to be engaged in any other writing. 2. As the number of scribes increased and they had well-versed training, the distinction between the Qur'an and the Hadith became possible. He, peace be upon him, then gave permission to write the Hadith as well, as it will be mentioned in the following chapter. Chapter on What has been related about permitting writing down knowledge Abu Huraira said, There was a man among the Ansar who would sit with the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and he would listen to the ahadith of the Prophet, peace be upon him. He was amazed with them, but he could not remember them. So he complained about that to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. He said, O Messenger of Allah, I listened to your ahadith, and I am amazed, but I cannot remember them. So the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Help yourself with your right hand. And he motioned with his hand, as if writing. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Abu Huraira narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, gave an address. So he mentioned a story in the hadith. And Abu Shah said, Have it written for me, O Messenger of Allah. So the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Write it for Abu Shah. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Banu Quza'a killed the man of Banu Layth in retaliation to take the revenge of their man whom Banu Layth had killed. So on the occasion of the conquest of Mecca, the Prophet, peace be upon him, delivered a sermon concerning this. Its detail is in the chapter, The Writing of Knowledge, of Sahih al-Bukhari, hadith number 112. Hammam bin Munabbih narrated that he heard Abu Huraira say, None of the companions of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, narrated more a hadith from him than me, except Abdullah bin Amr, for he used to write them down and I did not write. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Chapter on what has been related about narrations from the children of Israel. Abdullah bin Amr narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Convey for me even if it be an ayah, and narrate from the children of Israel, and there is no harm, and whoever lies upon me purposely, then let him take his seat in the fire. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Reporting from the children of Israel, such incidents and stories for the purpose of good advice and admonition that are not contrary to the reason and Islamic text and also to tell about it being an Israelite narration, there is no harm in it, but there is no need to derive rules and laws from these narrations. Chapter on what has been related about the one who leads to good is like the one who does it. Anas bin Malik narrated, A man came to the Prophet, peace be upon him, to get a mount, but he, peace be upon him, did not have anything to mount him on with him. So he was led to another person, to give him a mount. He came to the Prophet, peace be upon him, to inform him about that, and he said, 
whoever leads to good, he is like the one who does it. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments The performance of good deeds is a result of knowledge and acquaintance. So a person guiding to a good deed shares equal reward to the one who practices it. Abu Mas'ud al-Badri narrated that a man came to the Prophet, peace be upon him, looking for a mount. He said, Mine has been ruined. So the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Go to so and so. So he went to him, and he gave him a mount. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever leads to good, then for him is the same reward as the one who does it, or who acts upon it. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Abu Musa al-Ash'ari narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Intercede, and you will be rewarded, and Allah will fulfill what he wills upon the tongue of his Prophet. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Comments Interceding for a needy person is a matter of reward and virtuousness, whether the intercession is granted or not. Thus he, peace be upon him, advised about it being a source of good deed. This hadith also tells us that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, would always act according to the will and desire of Allah, and only the lawful intercession should be accepted. Abdullah bin Mas'ud narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, No soul is wrongfully taken, except that some of the burden of its blood is upon the son of Adam, because he was the first to institute murder. Abdul Razak said, The first to commit murder. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments The two sons of Adam, Habil and Qabil, offered sacrifice in the name of Allah. Habil's sacrifice was accepted due to his sincerity and good intention, whereas Qabil burnt in the fire of jealousy, and he killed Habil. Thus he introduced a wrong act for the people to come. Consequently, he also shares the burden of crime and sin of any murderer. Chapter on Whoever calls to guidance and is followed or to misguidance. Abu Hurairah narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever calls to guidance, then he receives the reward similar to the reward of whoever follows him, without that diminishing anything from their rewards. And whoever calls to misguidance, then he receives of sin similar to the sins of those who followed him without that diminishing anything from their sins. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments He who works actively for good and betterment, i.e. He who calls for the practice of the Qur'an and the Sunnah by means of writing, literature, compilation, publication, its spread and propagation, preaching and exhortation, and education and teaching, as long as these subjects will remain and serve the purpose and the people will keep benefiting from it. The person who initiated and performed such activities will also gain the reward. A person who calls for the activities contrary to the book, the sunnah, and the sharia by any means, and he who works actively for innovation and error, so long as these evils are practiced, the introducer will be equally responsible for this crime and sin, like Qabil. 
Ibn Jarir bin Abdullah narrated from his father that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever starts a good tradition which is followed, then for him is a reward, and the likes of the rewards of whoever follows him, there being nothing diminished from the rewards, and whoever starts a bad tradition which is followed, then for him is the sin, and the likes of the sins of whoever follows him, there being nothing diminished from their sins. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments A good practice and better way is only that which is according to the book and sunnah. He who performs good deeds first will also share the reward of those who performed it after seeing him. Evil way and wrong practices is that which is contrary to the teachings and laws of religion. The first performer of sin, evil, and innovation will be responsible for the sins of those after him who adopted his evil practice. Chapter on what has been related about adhering to the Sunnah and staying away from innovation. Al-Arbal bin Sariya narrated, One day, after the morning Salah, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, exhorted us to the extent that the eyes wept and the hearts shuddered with fear. A man said, Indeed, this is a farewell exhortation. So what do you order us, O Messenger of Allah? He said, I order you to have taqwa of Allah and to listen and obey, even in the case of an Ethiopian slave. Indeed, whomever among you lives, he will see much differences. Beware of the newly invented matters, for indeed they are astray. Whoever among you sees that, then he must stick to my sunnah and the sunnah of the rightly guided khulafa. Cling to it with the molars. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments When the disputes and disagreements are rife, at the time adhere to my practice, which is the book and the sunnah. Hold fast onto the rightly guided caliph, who will follow only my practice and footsteps, and the ground of his way of life will be the text of the book and the sunnah, wherefrom he will get the sharia law. This also proves that the practice and way of life of the rightly guided caliphs, particularly the first four caliphs, Abu Bakr, Umar, Uthman and Ali, may Allah be pleased with them, was according to the good example of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Kathir bin Abdullah, and he is Ibn Amr bin Auf al-Muzani, narrated from his father, from his grandfather, that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said to Bilal bin al-Harith, No, he said, I am ready to know, O Messenger of Allah. He, peace be upon him, said, That indeed whoever revives a sunnah from my sunnah, which has died after me, then for him is a reward similar to whoever acts upon it without diminishing anything from their rewards. And whoever introduces an erroneous innovation, which Allah is not pleased with, nor his messenger, then he shall receive sins similar to whoever acts upon it without that diminishing anything from the sins of the people. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Anis bin Malik narrated, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said to me, O oh my son, if you are capable of waking up in the morning and ending the evening, while there is nothing of deception in your heart for anyone, then do so. Then he said to me, O oh my son, that is from my sunnah. Whoever revives my sunnah, then he has loved me, and whoever loved me, he shall be with me in paradise. This hadith is greater ta'if or weak.
chapter on regarding refraining from what was prohibited by the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. Abu Hurairah narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Leave me with what I left you. When I narrate a hadith to you, then take it from me. The people before you were only destroyed by their excessive questioning and disagreeing with their prophets. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments This hadith proves that opposing the saying of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, after having knowledge of it, is a reason of the Ummah's destruction and devastation. In these days, we see with our open eyes that the Muslim nation has fallen into a deep pit of regret because of ignoring their religion. Chapter on What has been related about the scholar of Al-Madina Abu Saleh reported a narration from Abu Hurairah, It shall soon be that people are beating the livers of camels seeking knowledge, but they will not find anyone more knowledgeable than a scholar of Al-Madina. This hadith is graded ta'if or weak. The statement, It shall soon be that people are beating the livers of camels seeking knowledge, means they are hastening and traveling upon them. Comments The city of Al-Madina was a central and focal point for the knowledge of the book and the sunnah during the time of the noble companions and the great successors. Imam Malik was such a personality in his time that he attracted people from all across the Muslim world. Chapter on what has been related about the superiority of fiqh over worship. Ibn Abbas narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The faqih is harder on a shaitan than a thousand worshippers. This hadith is greater ta'if or weak. Comments A dedicated worshipper who does not have firm knowledge, the benefit of his worship is restricted to his own self, and also it is easy for the Satan to misguide him. While a learned jurist does not only correct himself and is safe from the illusion of the Satan, but also he protects others against the plots, conspiracy, and errors of the devil, and he guides them correctly by teaching the issues of religion. Qais bin Kathir said, A man from Al-Madina came to Abu Ad-Darda when he was in Dimashq. So he said, What brings you, O my nephew? He replied, A hadith has reached me which you have narrated from the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. He said, You did not come for some need? He said, No. He said, Did you come for trade? He said, No. I did not come except seeking this hadith. So he said, Indeed, I heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, saying, Whoever takes a path upon which he seeks knowledge, then Allah makes a path to paradise easy for him. And indeed, the angels lower their wings in approval to the one seeking knowledge. Indeed, forgiveness is sought for the knowledgeable one by whomever is in the heavens and whomever is in the earth, even the fish in the waters. And superiority of the scholar over the worshipper is like the superiority of the moon over the rest of the celestial bodies. Indeed, the scholars are the heirs of the prophets, and the prophets do not leave behind dinar or dirham. The only legacy of the scholars is knowledge. So whoever takes from it, then he has indeed taken the most able share. This hadith is great ta'if or weak. Footnote. Whatever it contains is also narrated in other authentic hadith. See chapter 10 in the book of knowledge of Sahih al-Bukhari. Hadith number 2685.
which follows 2856 al-Bukhari, 2643 of at-Tirmidhi, and this hadith, al-Hafidh, said there are chains to strengthen it, in Fath al-Bara, chapter 10 of the Book of Knowledge, and it was graded sahih by Sheikh al-Albani. Comments Although the light of stars is dim in the presence of the moonlight, yet the light of the moon is not its own. It is the reflected light from the sun. Similarly, the knowledge of the scholars is extracted from the light of the prophethood, i.e. the Qur'an and the Sunnah, due to it being radiant and glittering. Ibn Ashwa narrated from Yazid bin Salama al-Jufi. He said, Yazid bin Salama said, O Messenger of Allah, I heard so many narrations from you that I am afraid the last of them will cause me to forget the first of them. So narrate a statement to me that will encompass them. So he said, Have taqwa of Allah with what you learn. This hadith is graded ta'if or weak. Comments The extract and a full outcome of the whole religion is taqwa. For this objective, the prophets, messengers, and the books were sent, and taqwa is to refrain from any kind of major and minor sins, big and small. Abu Huraira narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Two things will not be together in a hypocrite, good manners and fiqh in the religion. This hadith is graded ta'if or weak. Comments The noble prophet, peace be upon him, meant that a believer should develop these two characteristics in himself, the heart and the tongue of a hypocrite do not agree and tally with each other. Therefore, these characteristics are not found in a hypocrite. Abu Umama al-Bahili narrated, Two men were mentioned before the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, one of them a worshipper and the other a scholar. So the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The superiority of the scholar over the worshipper is like my superiority over the least of you. Then the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Indeed Allah, his angels, the inhabitants of the heavens and the earths, even the ant in his hole, even the fish, say Salah upon the one who teaches the people to do good. This hadith is graded Hassan, or good. Comments It is proven from these hadith that the knowledge of which the virtues and merits are mentioned in the hadith is the knowledge of the book, the Sunnah, and Islam. Abu Sa'id al-Khudri narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The believer will never be satisfied with the good he hears until he ends up in paradise. This hadith is graded ta'if or weak. Comments A believer remains a student of knowledge until his death, and he is never full with the struggle and desire for knowledge of religion. His end is paradise, Allah willing. Abu Huraira narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The wise statement is the lost property of the believer, so wherever he finds it, then he is more worthy of it. This hadith is graded ta'if or weak. Comments In the creation and nature of the human, the passion of obedience and submission is planted, which is the origin and source of every good and righteousness. But because of worldly benefits, objectives, and lusts, it becomes neglectful of good and righteousness, whereas the demand of its nature and habit is to accept everything that is good and perfect.